In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Well, what does it mean to stir up a hornet's nest? It could mean a variety of things. It could be asking uncomfortable questions or just creating trouble. Now, I'm not interested in stirring up a hornet's nest for anyone today, but I actually hope that Jesus does. See, when Jesus stirs things up, there is confrontation, change, healing, and proclamation. Jesus this morning enters into the country of the Gerizines, which is mainly a Gentile area, an unclean area. Once Jesus' foot hits the shore, the man with the unclean spirit confronts him. The interesting thing is, is that the man actually perceives Jesus as a tormentor, one who brings conflict, rather than deliverer. This man has been living among the dead and the demonic, the unclean places, living like an uncontrollable animal. And what is good for the man isn't actually known to him. Notice in the reading, no one, including the man himself, actually asks Jesus to remove the unclean spirit. Rather, Jesus simply stirs up the man's world to make it right, because there is nothing more dangerous than a demon right under your nose that you can't even see. What seems to us, the congregation, the reader of the story, to be an obvious example of someone who needs healing isn't obvious to the very one who needs it. Then on top of this, the community, that is the city from which the man was from and sent to, when the man is freed, that means in his right mind, human again, sitting at the feet of Jesus, which is the position of the disciple. When they see the man freed, they actually believe that Jesus is the problem. Jesus stirs up both the individual and the community with his ability to make things right. And then actually continues to confront the city even though no one's asking for it, when the liberated man is sent back to proclaim the gospel. So if we take this passage as a template for discipleship, of following Jesus, we see that confrontation can bring change and healing, resulting in the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, one place you wouldn't expect any conflict is Lee Abbey. Lee Abbey is an intentional Christian community on the northern coast of England. Now, for us who have no idea what an intentional Christian community is, it is a mixture of hippie commune, monastery, and convent, but without the hippies, the monks, or the nuns. Most of the people who actually live in this community look like you guys. There was a survey, though, done in 2007. And all, those, all of those surveyed from the community acknowledged that conflict and change was an in inherent part of what they called the costly adventure of intentional Christian living. What happened was conflict actually brought out an issue that was right under their noses, but they didn't see it. 
Now, the funny thing was that most of the conflicts cited happened in small things rather than very large things. And one that was cited specifically was when they switched from air drying the dishes to towel drying. You wouldn't expect drying the dishes to cause such a stir in the community. But then again, ask a husband, and he wouldn't think folding the towels wrong would be a big deal either. And then again, you wouldn't expect a community to be so stirred up by a man's healing that they would actually kick Jesus out of the city. See, all these conflicts actually brought out something more fundamental. And once it was brought out, they could actually do something about it. Now, the hope for today is that unlike the crowd who drove out Jesus, your exposure to confrontation actually involves making yourself and your own place vulnerable and open to transformation. Because at that moment, that's when Jesus enters into the territory, the country of your own life, in order to stir things up. And once he does, Jesus will reveal himself as your Messiah. And he will reveal himself as your Messiah when he steps into your life to change or heal something that you didn't even know needed to be changed. Because there's nothing more dangerous than a sin that's right under your nose and you don't even know it. Today, Jesus comes over the horizon to release you from that sin that cages you by sending it back into the abyss of his forgiveness. Then once he is revealed as your deliverer, you simply need to sit down at his feet and wait his direction. And that is the challenge for all of us today. Like the liberated man, we are sent to stir up people and proclaim throughout the city how much God has done for us. What he has done for us is that our Lord Jesus, through his death and resurrection, has freed you from your sins in order to live a life of faith and love. That's what all of us can proclaim throughout the city. But there is so much more, I believe, in your own life that was affected by his death and resurrection that's worthy of being proclaimed. Then we also have to think of ourselves, about ourselves as St. John Lutheran Church and how we can talk about, rather than damaging relationships, we experience how when God stirred us up through confrontation, it actually deepened relationships through God's forgiveness and restoration by revealing something we didn't even know about ourselves. All of this happens right now in worship. It begins now. Jesus Christ in the Eucharist enters into your world to release you from sin, death, and the devil. In order for you to enter back into your community, into your home, to tell the story of Jesus' gospel. So please let the post-communion canticle, the song we sing after the Lord's Supper, be real for you today. Let it sound forth as something that is true in you. Thank the Lord and sing his praise. Tell everyone what he has done. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.